And you know, us sports moms have something to say. Yes, we do. We'll have a chance to interview across the board from athletes to the parents to the coaches to even the trainers. Yeah. And we're not afraid to share our journey. We're not afraid to tell other moms what we went through in order to raise up a student athlete. So I believe that it's inspirational. Yeah. We're able to tell our story, the good and the bad. Yeah. We can give back positive information. Absolutely. You know, we can empower them. Yeah, I think it's time for the mothers to be a voice. Yeah, yes. that's it. Yeah. It's time for us to, to let you know what's going on. Hey, what's Welcome. up, everybody? This is your girl, hey. Shannon, from Can We Talk Sports. I know you can't see my face, but that's all right. I'm here with my host. Kawashika. Hey, this is Karen, you guys. What's up? All right, this is going to be a great show. I know y'all wondering, like, where is Shannon? So let me tell you something, just real quick. I am, like, stuck right now because my hip. Um, <laughs> three, was it three years ago? I was in a, in a tornado situation, and so trying to run from my car to wow. the store to take cover, um, I slipped. I didn't fall, I just, I slipped between the door and trying to get out and the water and the wind. Mm. And so ever since then, my back, my hip been hurting, girl, look, y'all been wanting to try to pull me. You ever had a toothache that's so excruciating? Right. You just want to pull oh, your yeah. face off? Right. <laughs> Can't I, get I, to I told, it. Right, I told my husband, I was like, let me just, just cut off my hip and my <laughs> right side of my butt and my hip. He's like, no, nah, baby. No, nah, we need that hip. <laughs> like, this yeah. pain is no joke, man. But anyway, yeah. so I'm still good. I'm still making it happen. Well, that's you know awesome. What I'm we still making awesome. it happen right here on that's Can We right. Talk Sports. Yes, All right. Yeah, I know that's right. Because, you know, my hair, I'm still oh. trying to do that self-care with my hair. You know, I had to go put something on it to slick it down so I can look presentable. Cause you know, when you're in quarantine, you don't care how you look, you just get up and move <laughs> around and stuff. So I had to figure out what to do. I know that's right. Listen, yeah, I was gonna try to do the show. I really was. I was like, uh, they don't need to see me looking like this, making all kinds of faces if I move and my hip hurt and stuff, stuff. But look, I wanna say something, Kawasika, thank you so much. I am excited. So my um Nutriburst came in yesterday and my tea and um, man, I could tell you what I, since yesterday and today I can tell a difference. <laughs> I can tell a difference. Yeah, I really awesome. can. So awesome. yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. And then, you know what? I didn't realize so many people, athletes, just people are on it. They just, and it's selling out, went it to the is. site and it was like out of, you know, they was out, but they're shipping out? more in, but right. People are, they got to take care of their health from the right. inside out. That's, I'm That's big right. on that. I told my son, I was like, listen, to be an athlete, you got to take care of yourself from the inside out first. It does, I don't care how good you look on the outside, but if your insides is damaged mentally, spiritually, um, your outside is going to catch up. Yes. So yeah, I'm, I, I'm big on preaching that around this house. So take care of yourself from the inside out. That's okay. right. So anyway, so let's move forward. We got a great show. We have some coaches, some Ooh. coaches on the show today. Shout um, out to our coaches. Shout out to, first of all, shout out to Mr. Scott, Michael Scott for um, um, joining with us, PCP. 
Parents, what is it? Oh, let me look at it, y'all. Parents Network. Yes. Thank you for joining. I'm so excited. He's coming along with us to do this interview. And we got some, some coaches. We have Coach um, Malone from, hold on, I got to get my flyer, y'all. I'm I'm kind of maneuvering around Kansas here. State University. We got uh, Coach uh, Malone from KSU. We got Coach Jones from NSU. And we have Coach Smith from Lincoln. So listen, we got some heavy hitters on the show today. I'm yeah. super excited because I want to know what's getting ready to happen after COVID-19. What's what's the recruiting going to be like? So if we can, can we bring our guest to the show? Yeah. Hey, Coach Malone Welcome. and Coach Jones and Coach Smith. How, How are you doing? Good to be here. Great to be here, ladies. Thank you. Oh, Welcome my gosh. To the show. Welcome to the show. And Mr. Scott, how are you? Oh, he's. can you hear me? I think he's on mute. Okay, so let's move right along. Um, our show today, we're going to be talking I sure about- can. You can hear us. That's great. Um, we're going to move along. Our show is about the um, pandemic college recruiting. Okay. So my son came downstairs. My son played um, in the NFL and I went to OU and he came downstairs today. He goes, um, man, there's talk that schools may, colleges may consider doing just even next year online courses. And he goes, if that happens, what will happen to sports? And I was like, there's no way they could do that. That just seems impossible to be able to do that. So I'm glad I have um, three college coaches here to clarify this conversation about um, fall. I mean, about next year's, um, this year's coming up sports. So is that possible? Uh, so anyone? It is possible. Yeah, I hear us. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Cousin Long. Um, but you know, when when you think about um, you know what's going on in our in our, can you hear us? Yeah, Kawasa, they can hear. We can hear them. Okay. Um, and, and when you think about what's going on in our, oh, okay. She she you know, asked you, you the question. To, uh, that's why I was asking. Can they hear you? You have to look past this this thing oh, that on, which is athletics, um, and uh, and make sure that we're doing the right thing these young men you know and then the fans who will be in the stands but i think you know the people who make those decisions those decisions are doing everything they can to to make sure that we do have sports um once this this virus is passed they're going to come a point where things will get better where the country will open up and uh and and we'll have sports so i believe that that it that it will uh but you, you just got to do it in the right way Okay. There's a lot of different scenarios that's out there. Um, you know, like Coach said, uh, everybody's trying to trying to you know have a, a season this year, starting with football and then transitioning to the rest of sports. But uh, you know, I see also different models about pushing back some season. You know, uh, maybe jumping into the, the conference play and all types of different scenarios. But I do think that everybody's trying to make a conscious effort of trying to have sports um, this year um, in some you know form of fashion. Wow. Okay. So I'm I'm excited because I'm going to be co-hosting with Mr. Michael Scott. So we'll be tag teaming back and forth with questions. And 
I have my list right here. So Mr. Scott, we're, we're, um, I'm gonna let you go ahead and take the lead and then I'll just flow right with you. Yes, uh, good. Can you hear? All right, uh, I appreciate that. And thank you for uh, making all this happen. Yes, I, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you good. It just seemed like it was behind. Can everyone yeah. hear me? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, it, you know, one thing that I want to try to find out from the coaches and, and share with our listening audience, uh, coaches, have you been given any type of guidelines or guidance from the NCAA on moving forward post uh, this pandemic? Um, prior to the pandemic happening, uh, we had to, you know, Division Two all over, we had to stop uh, NLI signings. So that was probably the first thing that happened as far as just recruiting by, you know, by cell phone, text calls and everything. And that opened up, I want to say, this past week. And uh, right now the guidelines are, you know, recruiting from home and kind of playing everything by ear with all these scenarios that's going on. I would agree. It's the same thing uh, for us on the FBS level is that, you know, I think the NCAA just wanted to kind of get, get things in order to make sure that there was a structure uh, for the coaches. And now it's, it's just uh, do the best you can to recruit players. Uh, you know, there, there's no idea for, for us in terms of got the timelines for kids being able to take official visits. You know, because there was a there was a new wave of kids taking official visits during the spring and taking official visits during the summertime. Well, we won't be able to do that because we don't have our own students on campus. So uh, I think the, the the players who are getting recruited understand that, and so you you just have to find creative new ways to show them your campus without actually having them on your campus. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask this question um, for Coach Smith and Coach Malone. And so, so what what are some of the things that a prospect can do now? Um, something I appreciate the prospect is always do your homework. Go ahead, Shannon. Oh, sorry. Okay, so what I think is happening is we're we're Go following ahead, we're following behind because I think it's getting to him late. So. Um, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to let him just ask the questions because I'm going to send him a message and let him ask the questions. But the only one that I do have right now is for the two football coaches. How for um, your spring league? Because your spring league game was coming up, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so how does that affect? Because spring league, you, you were able to see, you know, who's going to be your starter possibly. Um, you know, spring league, there's a lot that goes to spring league. So now what do you do? because of this situation, um, do you do they reschedule spring league or do you just have to just move on? Um, my situation was a little different. Actually, this pandemic happened, I want to say the first week of spring ball. So we had one practice and everything was shut down. So right now there's no talks about redoing a spring league that may be adding on to fall camp um, here pretty soon, you know, depending on when things open up. But as far as spring league, it kind of, you know, didn't work in the favor of us coaches. You know, we have to get better. And uh, we played with a lot of freshmen this year, especially offensively. I had all freshman wide receivers, 
freshman line. So this is the time in the spring where you really get better. So, you know, now we took a step back and you got to take two steps forward once this is all clear. And okay, I, so what about you, Coach Malone? I would add that, just like Coach Smith said, you know, you, you make a lot of plans in the spring to determine, especially when you have, like, young players who are going to be playing or you have heated competition at one position or another. Uh, well, you know, that it, it's a situation where we it was out of our control. And so you, you're not going to be able to replay those days. And so, you know, what we've told our players here is that the only evaluation measure we have is uh, you making sure you're taking care of your business academically. You making sure that you are uh, receiving the workouts that our strength staff sends you. And, and we send challenges out, physical challenges, and, and our players do physical challenges between the positions. And that's that's really our spring right now, you know. And so in terms of the position battles, in terms of all those things that probably would have been settled in the spring, well, like Coach Smith said, at some point we'll get back together. And, and that's when, you know, a guy will have to make his presence known. Okay. Now, um, Coach Roberts, March Madness was canceled because of all this, correct? Yeah, March Madness was canceled. Okay, so now how does that affect um, you for when it comes to basketball? Well, with us, I mean, um, they got canceled the day we were supposed to play in the conference tournament. Uh, like about five hours before we were supposed to play, that's when everything got canceled. So, you know, it was just disappointing with everybody. Uh, you know, you work all season to try to play in the March Madness, you know, um, especially in a smaller conference. You know, we don't get a lot of at-large bids, so, you, so your conference tournament is, is what you have to play. To get into the you know to the big dance and that's everybody's dream i mean that's coaches dreams too honestly and, and a lot of players and coaches are made during march madness time so um you know, it was all disappointing doing that and also with just the whole march uh, tournament getting canceled you know a lot of revenue to the school is going to be lost as well you know there's a lot of a big a huge tv deal um it's what called units every unit you know every game you play in the march madness is a unit for your conference, the school, and, and if you have multiple teams, there's multiple units, and some of those bigger conferences are losing, you know, millions upon millions of dollars. So um, it had an impact on everything across the board. Okay. Um, Coach Scott, can you hear us now? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Yes. Am, am I on delay? Yes, sir, am, am you are. Am I delayed somehow? Yes, sir, you are. Oh, okay. I'm not sure exactly how that happened. But uh, my question, uh, coaches, and anybody can chime in and take this one. Um, as far as GPAs are concerned, with uh, athletes not being able to finish out this year, is there going to be some type of waiver on the GPAs? Yes, sir. Um, they push for you know, finishing our classes online or giving the students a pass-fail option. Uh, me personally, not a fan of pass-fail. It helps some students, but it hurts others as far as freezing the GPA and you get a P or F. So that's how we're carrying, um, you know, going about finishing the semester. And the hard part about it is we we stopped so early. Now we've been having to track our kids at home by phone, by text message, trying to check up on classes. So it's been pretty hard, you know, during this time, trying to make sure everybody stays on top of their academics.
Now, we have our, our high-profile athletes or our blue chippers, and then we have, you know, those that are yet to be signed. Is there something that those that haven't been signed yet can do to, you know, because normally you would have a bunch of unsigned showcases and uh, different events going on, spring events going on to get those kids some type of visibility and some type of exposure. So what are some of the possible things that they can do now? Is video uh, something that you're using more of or what's some of the things that they can do? I think a lot of kids are sending video, you know, via email. Um, probably too many are sending video through email. I mean, you know, a lot of kids, I think also it will help if, you know, if you understand what level they put, they should play at as well, too. I know everyone wants to play Division One, and people want to play high majors. But, um, you know, if you're a 5'9 power forward, please don't send me email. You know, it's like, you know, it can't do anything for me. You know, but, um, you know, it's like, you know, a lot of kids are sending emails, and we're trying to go through them diligently, but there are, a ton of emails that my coaches and myself are getting per day. So, um, you know, that's an interesting thing, too. I think a lot of times with this transfer portal that's happening um, and JUCO kids, we, you know, we can watch that on our video network, like Synergy, which is a video, you know, site that we can watch. So that, that helps us. But, um, you know, some of the high school kids, there's going to be some kids that's going to fall through the cracks here, you know, honestly. You know, you know it's, it's always a good unspawned diamond in the rough that you might see at a camp in April for us or, or July recruiting that we're not going to see this year. So there's going to be some unsigned um, kids that can really play. Um, there's going to be some bad decisions made, too, on kids and coaches. You know, there's going to be some kids that's going to make some decisions to go to school that they never saw, obviously, and, and there's going to be some coaches that are going to make some decisions on the kid that they've only seen play on video. So it's going to be some interesting stuff that's going to be happening going forward. I also i like to add, and that's exactly right, coaches, that, you know, the kids – who want to be recruited or in these positions unsigned, it's going to be it's going to be rough on those guys because you can't have those showcases that we talked about. Um, but you know, it, it's it's this pandemic has put us in a in a terrible situation in terms of um, you know kids like Coach said, kids making decisions, not even seeing the campuses. If you think about grad transfers, for for example, a kid, and I'm just going to. Uh, a kid left university XYZ and and he put himself in the portal that he was going to leave university XYZ and he did it just before the shutdown. So now that kid, he's uh, he's out in the in, in the abyss. Right. And he's never going to get an opportunity to to visit a university and um, he's going to have to make a decision because when we come back. It's going to be time to start fall camp. When we come back, it's going to be time to jump into the fall. So, so this kid never had an opportunity to do all this visiting. So, so he put himself in the portal, and he has to make a decision. It's honestly, you're probably going to have to make a decision without even visiting the school that he goes to. You know. Wow, that's that's. That's rough. That's a tough pill to, to swallow. And I can see how these uh, young men and young ladies may be running around here with some form of anxiety. You know, with that being said, has there been any modifications or extensions done to the recruiting calendar? Not at this time. And, and the reason that, that I would 
that I would uh, not think that there would be is because we're still in a we're still in a state we're still in a place where we don't know. There are some kids out out there who who um, who want to take official visits, and there are some other kids out there who are already they're already uh, ready for this this process to be over. They already know where they want to go, and 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 so you have two sides. So I can understand I can understand where the NCAA is with not making any modifications at this point, but there's two sides of it in my mind. One I will say that will affect this uh, recruiting class that we are on right now is uh, waiving the SAT and ACT uh, tests. So we had a few guys um, that were set to take those tests in May and June, but now the pandemic happened, they can't take the test. They still have to meet the core GPA requirement, but now it didn't modify. They don't have to take that ACT or SAT. And, that, and that's going to help. That's going to help a, a lot of kids. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, and I can see how that how that is uh, going to impact the, the bigger picture as far as your seasons coming up. Uh, what type of contact can you have with the athletes at this point? As far as recruits, just by phone, text messages, a call. A lot of FaceTime going on right now. Yes. FaceTime. Yes. I haven't FaceTime yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we, it's been FaceTime is the FaceTime, Zoom. Zoom. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, something that, that really um, caught my attention earlier on was as I was thinking about this here season, and, and I know football, you're right around the corner. So this will be the time you start other group on, getting everybody situated, getting ready for uh you practice the start somewhere around what june july time frame uh with that being said and everything has been shuffled how is this affecting the class of 2021 uh from my standpoint it just gives me a late start the 2021 not really finishing up this class that we have to deal with now as far as Get making sure the applications get in, making sure they're doing everything on their end because now nobody's on campus. Financial aid isn't on campus. You know, bursa office isn't on campus. So, you know, it's kind of been a, a disconnect there from making sure the student takes care of everything they need to. So now I still might have to go out and recruit for this <coughs> class. And um, like I said, the, the test being waived, that definitely helps. So now I don't have to have as many guys on my board as hopeful as that these other guys fall through. Uh, your your question was about the class of, of 2020 or 21? How does it affect 2021 class? Okay, so so this pandemic won't affect them in terms of uh, in terms of their being waived, uh, the, the ACT being waived for 21 guys. Um, but like I was saying uh, a minute ago, you have guys in 2021 
those guys are they, some of them are they're ready they're they don't, they're done with the recruiting process uh but this pandemic for that guy has pushed it back he can't take his official visit he can't really make a commitment like we talked about before without even being on the campus and and so you push him back and so i think coach jones talked a minute ago about guys falling in the cracks so then what's going to happen is we're going to be chasing the 21 guys and that that marginal guy he probably won't get much attention because we'll be chasing the blue chippers uh for a longer longer period of time whereas they would have been signed already Yeah, that that's what I that's what I was in that's what I was thinking uh was gonna be the case. Um but when thinking about that and looking at that big picture, um you know, and and then I wish we had somebody on from the division three, but even looking at a partial scholarship with the pandemic and a lot of the finances, you know, was was cut out like uh, Coach Jones was talking about earlier, not uh, being able to go to the big dance and all these other little perks that came along with that. Will there be some financial burdens that that athletes will have to experience um, as far as if they if they don't receive a if they receive a partial scholarship? I mean, I think that with, with Division One. I, I mean, for our team, we don't give partial scholarships, so um, that won't really affect us too much. But um, I think that as far as financial burden, I think the athletic departments are going to face some financial burden. I think that, you know, athletic departments are counting on the revenue from NCAA tournament. Hopefully, you know, it's a long football season and you count on revenue from that. And I think that that's going to hurt the athletic departments um, tremendously. I mean, you look at uh, across the country, I mean, there's some athletic departments across the country that people are taking pay cuts for for a year and, and things like that. You know, um, I'm trying to knock on wood that doesn't happen here, but it, it, I see that happening across the across the country, you know, that there's athletic departments taking pay cuts and stuff like that. So, um, um, you know, it's a it's, this is a big deal, you know, for for the state that we're in right now is a, is a huge, huge deal. And we'll see how we uh, come out of it. Also, there's some stuff that like, you know, that's happening with us. We just had, a, I just had a conference call today, uh, uh, me at conference call was that, um, you know, with the threat of football not happening, uh, some athletic departments are calling on basketball to, you know, play more uh, guarantee games to, to raise more money for the mid-major conferences and things like that. So it's, it's a whole bunch of things that's going into this right now that I think a lot of people don't see behind the scenes. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough situation that we're in right now. At the Division II level, we're all partial scholarships. So depending on how this thing plays out and how long it goes, it will affect our budget in some way, form, or fashion. We just don't know yet. And 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 that's interesting. And you know, because you know, with um, these the you know the two sports that's represented this evening, the football and basketball. Uh, with these two sports being the two major revenue sports and college sports, um, you know, I wonder how this will also trickle over to 
some of the non-revenue sports. Have have either of you been approached by you know the athletic department, you know the AD or whatever? Um, and I know I heard Coach Jones allude to something that talked about playing more games uh, to try to generate some more funds. Is is that going to be something like part of the normal? I mean, I think you see some athletic departments, um, even, you know, you saw recently, uh, even in the 757 with the Old Dominion, they cut some, you know, cut some non-revenue sports. And you see a couple, you know, schools across the country cutting non-revenue sports to try to save some money on their, their, their budgets coming up because, um, you know, it's, it's a tough time for everybody. You know, it's a tough time for everybody. And I think everybody's trying to figure out a way to to figure it out. And also, like you said, trying to, you know, figure out a way to to salvage the, the, the football and basketball, you know, that's what, the, what what drives the athletic department. And when you think about it, you, you also have to put, uh, you know, you have to put Title IX into, you have to factor Title IX into it. Uh, and so when you talk about cutting sports, right, and, and you know, you're not going to be able to cut the the women's sports uh, and not and not do anything <clears throat> and not do anything to the men's sports. You know, it's going to have to be balanced. So I think it puts it puts athletic departments in a terrible situation, already in a ter terrible financial situation. But when you talk about the decisions that they have to make to make sure things are balanced and equal, then that also, you know, that adds another twist uh, into it. I've heard of some some programs already closing their doors, you know, and uh, like Coach said, man, this is just a terrible place to be in. Um, you know, from a financial situation for athletic departments, but but just in our general society, like he also said, we're going to get through it. We're going to as a as a nation, we're going to get through it. But, you know, it's going to be um, it's going to be some some belt tightening across the board, you know, on all levels of, of, of athletics and, and even within our general society. Now, it's interesting that you mentioned belt tightening, Coach. Um, as I think about that, will, you know, based upon um, the NCAA's uh, little rule that came out, the waiver that came out about spring sports, will there be any athletes that may lose their scholarship or, uh, you know, lose their spot on the team that any of you know of? I know on the Division Two level, uh, since we do partial scholarships, those scholarship kid, uh, student athletes that will return in the spring will not count against your budget number for the year. So it won't affect anything on our level. For the most part, that's the same thing. Is that you know the the universities? I mean, they're going to honor those kids. Uh, it's it's only right. It's only fair. So I think across the board, they're going to do everything they can to make sure that. You know that those kids are are taken care of. Well, th this this program was put together by a, a group of uh, phenomenal ladies that uh, realized that they needed to start talking about sports as well as uh, my organization, the Parents Coaching Parents Network. So, one of the biggest questions that I had 
coming into this and you know deciding to put together this podcast was what can we do as parents at this point to help our children get through it you know work through the anxiety get through understanding what's going on how can we help them I mean, I think what you said exactly, you know, a lot of kids are going through some anxiety, um, going through some depression, things like that. Um, you know, some, for the, just for the seniors, there's a lot of, probably a lot of anxiety because you don't know what you're going to do next year. You know, you got scholarships that you're hoping for, you know, you haven't got that offer yet, you know, and, and you're kind of in limbo a little bit about where you're going to school uh, at next year. So I think parents got to try to be as supportive as they can uh, through these times. Like Coach Malone said, you know, we will get through it. And I know it's like a slogan that's like, use across the country right now, but it's like, it's the truth. You know, we will get through it. Um, how quick we get through it is another another question to be proposed, but we will get, you know, we will get through it. This thing won't last uh, forever. Um, you know, we hope it's over in a, in a timely fashion, but also a safe fashion too. So we hope that, um, you know, we can get back to a, a normal way of uh, a life. But I think that, you know, you can um, just be a support to the kids and, you know, those kids that are still, uh, you know, home, you know, try to stay active if you can, you know, exercise, do, you know, do things like that. Try to stay active as you can, you know, so we'll get through it. The thing I, uh, you know, in, in talking to my own kids uh, as they face challenges, uh, you know, and, and I and I definitely respect that this is this is a, a big challenge for a young man and, and his family because, you know, they and they sacrificed a lot over the course of a career. And, and here they are at this point with, with all this uncertainty. But the thing I say, and, and I'm sure the other coaches on here say it to their team, is, hey, man, control what you can control. You can't control any of this, right? And so if if, if your grades are right, you got total control of that, right? If, if, if you're working out and putting yourself in the best position that you can, if like the things we talked about, sending videos, uh, trying to reach out and communicate to coaches. Uh, if, if you do all you can do with all you have, um, then that's all you can do. And, and as a parent, um, you know, I think the encouragement to really get your son or daughter to see that, that, listen, you, you can't control if Coach Malone's like, if Coach Malone likes your video, right? I don't care if we've got a pandemic going on or not. You can't control that. You can control, though, how you work, you can control, you can make sure that your grades are in order, that you're doing everything you can to be ready, right? If Coach Malone all of a sudden calls you because because we made calls before and a guy wasn't ready, <laughs> you know, his grades wasn't ready or I call him and then I call the coach and the coach said, oh no, don't mess with him, right? And so I think it's important that that, you know, kids who have done their thing and done the right way, Man, listen, that if, if you can go to sleep at night knowing that you took care of your business, then that means that God has a different plan for you, right? And uh, and, and you can be satisfied as you roll down that, you know, down that road. Uh, you know, that that's uh, and interesting that you uh, closed out on talking about down that road. You know, I, I've been reading a few articles in different publications and they talk about a number of athletes that 
were um how can i put it they 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 had this fear of going too far away from home and they didn't want to do the travel thing you know how an athlete will come out to kansas from uh you know from new york somewhere or down to florida or someone would come to uh norfolk state uh, you know from the midwest but I was looking at an article that was talking about a number of athletes that have decided to stay closer to home. Have either of you experienced that or had an athlete change his mind based upon um, not wanting to travel as far? Yes, sir. <laughs> Definitely run across that in, uh, in the recruiting field. Um, even in Pennsylvania, you know, we are the only HBCU in Pennsylvania. So there's a whole PSAC conference that kind of runs Pennsylvania. So they kind of run the state as far as recruits. So I was trying to recruit outside the state. We do run into, you know, a lot of guys just want to stay put, you know, stay close to home, stay a few hours. So our roster reflects it. Well, we, we haven't ran into those problems yet. Um, so, I mean, I well, I only have one scholarship available, so I guess it's, it's a little different for me. <laughs> but uh, uh, we only have one senior on the team, thank God, and that, that helps a lot in this situation that 12 out of our 13 guys come back next year. So um, this is not the perfect time for this to happen, but for me, this is the perfect time in recruiting for this to happen because, uh, you know, I just got to pick one guy, and if I don't pick that one guy, then the other 12 are, that's coming back, you know, I think are pretty, pretty solid, so it should be okay. But it, it hasn't happened with as far as the, the recruits that we're looking at, as far as locality um, as of yet. Of course, we uh, we we recruit players regionally, but then we also recruit guys from across the country. And and the challenge that you know that we present to guys is that you know you're in a place in your life where uh, definitely is much more comfortable to to stay in your zone, right? That zone of comfort where you know everything and you know everybody and you know how it all works. Uh, but I think the challenge in life is to step out of that zone, right? The challenge in life is to is to to grow. You know, if you, you just think about what you've all we've all heard about, you know, pushing out a nest. If you don't ever get out of the nest, you're never gonna fly, right? And so we always challenge guys when we are recruiting from distance, is that this is an opportunity to you know, to to step out of step outside what you know as as your comfort zone to step into a place. Now you have to do it with people that you trust, right? So you have to establish a relationship with the young man and his family, and your family. A family has to trust you to give their son to you. But but I think there's something unique about that. I think there's something unique about stepping out. And we as coaches, we do it all the time. You know, because because. Uh, I'm from Texas and I've recruited and I've coached in North Dakota and Kalamazoo, Michigan and Ohio and Arizona. And so we do it all the time. So it's familiar to us. And I know it's a challenge for young men, but that's kind of the way I present it. And, and, but these are different times. We have to realize that these are different times coach and, you know, you have those moms or, or the old overprotective dads that uh, just went into a total panic during the time of this pandemic. 
and was the first one up there at the school at the school to pick up their child. So now to try to get them to step out and get into that comfort zone, I understand what you're talking about, and I understand how it allows him to grow and, and uh, mature. Um, but you know, do you really expect that it's going to be just that easy to talk him into it, or there's going to have to be a serious relationship building process? It has to be a relationship because, because again, and this is what I tell parents. I say that if your son went to the school in the same town that you were in and something knock on wood and something happened, you were in the same town with him. I would get there before you would. Right. I would get there. I would know about it before you would. And don't don't think I'm not discounting at all where we are now, you know, because I went and got my son. <laughs> right. But when we get back to normal. When we get back to normal, <laughs> normal will be when we get back to that place, we still we still have to challenge our kids to grow. We still have to let them go. You know, we still going to have to. I mean, you know, they're they not going to be able to say what. So I, I think that, like I said, I know. Uh, but they got some stuff right here. You can you can see their faces. You can see what they're cooking. You can follow them around the room. Uh, uh, with the technology we have today, uh, so so that that'll still be my challenge is, is that we you know we have to go back to the place where we were in terms of uh, growing and pushing ourselves out of that mess. I, I can see I can see that happening. I can see that happening. And, you know, that, that's going to be a uh, I think it's going to be a long process because as you talked about getting back to normal, I, I don't think we really and truly going to get back to the normal that we once had. I think we're always going to have that apprehension and, and be a little hesitant. Uh, forward. What was that, Coach? It'll, it'll be a new normal. Yes, truly. I agree with you. I, I agree with you. Totally, I agree with you. Well, yeah, hey, fellas, you know, I, I think what y'all laid out here tonight has definitely been a pleasure. Uh, ladies, y'all have anything to add or, or, or you know, put, put the spin on, put the twist on? Because mamas look at it from altogether different perspective. I I definitely have something that I need to ask the coaches. It's something that we always ask the kids, and that's their backup plan. What they're going to do if they didn't have sports to play. So I'm coming to the coaches. What if we don't get back to them? What if we don't play sports anymore? What if we can't gather 20, 50,000 people at one time? What is your backup plan as a coach? That's a heck of a question. I'll answer that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't even want, want to think about that. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole lot of books I got to get rid of. Yeah. <laughs> you know, geez, that's, that's, a, that's a heavy hitter to end the, to end the, 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 the call. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, think, I think that, and I, 
we, if we had to, if, if we didn't have sports, um, it, it'd be a, it'd be a crazy, it'd be a crazy existence for us all. But, um, what the coaches I'm on this, I'm on the call with, I'm sure what they do is they influence young men, they develop young men. And so we would just find a new place to be able to do that. And, um, you know, there's nothing like building character, like failures and winning. And there's nothing like um, uh, growing a young man up than to put him in a place with, with people who are struggling and, and striving just like he is to reach a goal. You only you get that in sport. You get it in some other. You might get it in band, you know, um, but but it's 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 another level, you know, when you do it in sports. Um, it'd be wow it'd be something different if we didn't have sports so i don't have a backup plan if uh, coach somebody right you would say baby we don't have sports for the 2021 season that's different but to not have sports ever again in life yeah uh, totally different conversation <laughs> you better get ready because i'm coming coach you <laughs> <laughs> well i i was Know, talk about in the sense of do you do something else other than sports? You know, we want to teach our, I, you know, I, I raised my son up and that's all he did was sports. And so when he stepped away from sports, he had to figure out who he was. He didn't, you know, he stayed and played this game every every day. But as far as figuring out what he what else he liked to do, he had to figure that out because he did sports all his life. And I didn't introduce him to nothing else. I didn't introduce him to music or nothing else. It was only sports. So I'm sure that's your life too. I think, I think from that perspective, you know, you try to go to school and things that have a profession. You know, um, you know, you play like when you have a, when you're a young kid, you know, you play sports, it's like youth games, youth sports, and you all dream about being a professional athlete. Now a lot obviously a lot of times that's unable to achieve. Um, being a professional athlete, so you have a have to have a backup plan. You know, whatever that backup plan is, whatever you majored in, you know, you go from there. Uh, for us, you know, it's like uh, like I tell people all the time. I feel like I hit the lottery. Um, you know, it's only 353 head Division One basketball coaches, and I happen to be one of them. So you know, for me, you know, I've I've reached you know a, a point in my profession that's I guess in a good space, and um, you know, my like. I don't, you know, the backup plan is if there is any sports, then I guess I would, you know, use my degree, which is in business and um, marketing, um, do something which I, you know, maybe I've done in the past. I used to work entertainment in the past. Maybe I try to jump back into that field. But, um, you know, it's, that's a tough question right there, you know, because it's a little different thing for us being that we're professionals in this thing instead of like actually being a, a, a kid that's an amateur and hoping to be a professional one day. You know, I think it's a little tough. Yep, I agree. Um, to chime in off of that, you know, us as coaches, we've been in that same place before, too. You know, I played Division One football. I bounced around the NFL, the CFL, and I found myself in the spot injured. Like, what am I going to do now? You know, the ball goes flat one day, and that's what I preach to my kids. And, you know, I preach academics. We may, I make sure I stay on them guys all the time. That's why it's a tough time for me right now, trying to, you know, make sure they're taking their, uh, you know, classes seriously. We just finished exams. Uh, this week. So, you know, it's a tough spot, but as long as you take care of business off the field, then you always, always will have a plan B. Backup plan. If there is any sport, Say that again. I would, you know, 
So I've been just listening. I've been in the back just listening. Um, Mr. Scott has been taking the lead and killing it with these questions. So um, my thing is this, I am like, you know, um, I believe that with, with my son, with my children, actually, I, I worked on a plan B because it's like Coach um, Smith said, you never know when an injury comes and you need to be prepared. Um, I think that football, will, sports won't be over forever. I think going into 2021 will be challenging. Um, I tell my son and um, some of the young people that I talk to, we're at a place where the, the playing field is leveled because you're going to see some guys who are just, they just don't have it in them to, um, I call them spoiled athletes. You know what I'm saying? They're used to um, going, I used to call, I call, I tell my son the pretty gym and they're used to coaches telling them to get up and do things. Here, I believe you're going to see some guys who, who are hungry that, that didn't, um, that's taking this opportunity to get ahead. It's like, no one's going to, no one's waking you up. Um, you're going to have to make a makeshift gym. You're going to have to be creative because this is what the coaches are going to see. Who's really hungry when it, when the, when the doors open, who's really going to be ready. So um, I think 2021 is going to be really good because I, I believe we're going to see some people that, that was kind of in the back burner literally come um, to the front because even, you know, with my daughter for a moment, you know, she plays basketball and for a moment for that first two weeks, she kind of just laid in the bed and I looked at her and she's a, she starts on varsity and I looked at her and I said, so just because you don't, you're not getting up going to practice or you don't have that pretty gym, you're just going to sit here. And it was like reality hit her. I was like, you're going to have to put your mind to this thing and go, okay, I'm not going to sit here and let this defeat me. I'm going to get in front of it because every it's, it's going to be interesting when the doors open. So no, I don't think sports is going to be canceled forever. I think a lot of coaches will lose their mind. <laughs> I really do. I'm being honest. Like, you, like even in this house, you're sitting there like, you no, know, he's no. Oh my gosh! I don't know if you can see that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sitting here now, like, man, I'm, can some sports something be on TV right now? You know, because we're a sports family. So, yeah. But I, I believe you guys are. Um, I'm, I I want to thank you for checking on your athletes because you have a lot of athletes that are mentally. Um, this really is, is, it's hard for them, you know, um, not having that, you know, they, college was a safe haven for some athletes. College was a safe haven, you know, Co coaches were like dads to them, to some athletes, you know, they had to go back home to places that they thought they would never go back to. They thought, you know, from college, either I go pro or I'll get my own. So you know, thank you to checking on the athletes and making sure they're okay. And I want to say to all the coaches out there, um, continue to do a great job checking on your athlete. You know, my daughter's coach check on her and she's in high school. So, and um, yeah, so that's kind of where I feel, how I feel about everything. So this was a good show. You know, I, I want to say one thing. I want to just, you know, appreciate you guys as yeah. coaches because sometimes, you get the other end of it. It's like, why you didn't play my son? You know, that was a bad call. You need to be fired. But 
I want to take this opportunity to thank you as coaches. When my son was trying to be recruited, I was praying for the coach who was going to be the person that's going to mentor him to the next part of his life. So I just want to appreciate you guys, your sacrifice. <laughs> One day we're going to have you guys, uh, your wives on the show, because, you know, I want to know how the wife has to handle the house because you're dealing with a hundred kids. And how yeah. do you come home and separate a hundred kids to focus on your very own kid? And so sometimes the wife, they have to do the mother and the father role as far as allowing you guys to be coaches and bring home the livelihood, the paycheck and stuff like that. So you guys, I just want to, you know, say, yeah, I appreciate you. you guys. I appreciate your sacrifice. Sometimes we don't understand that when we're in the game, when we're hollering from the stands, we don't understand <laughs> the sacrifices you guys make, but we appreciate you guys. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Well, this has been a great show. This is your girl, Shannon, at Can We Talk Sports. We are, um, man, this was good. So, Coach Scott, thank you. Thank you for joining along with us, PCP. We, we really appreciate it. And to all those who are watching, listen, share it because there's a lot of questions that are that are coming up um, about the NCAA and the rules and college and what's next and is my kid going to play? So listen, watch this show. If you guys have questions, I know you can go to the NCAA website to find out for more um, for uh, more information. And also, if your kid is getting ready to go to college, um, get in contact with the school or the recruiting coaches to find out what they can do next. So this is your girl, Shannon, I can't we talk sports. I'm here with my host. Hey, this is Karen, but let, let us let the coaches give us one last little saying to, to our uh, people who are listening. Let's let everybody um, just, just say one last little tidbit for each one. So how about starting with you, Mr. Scott, um, give your last shout out before we end the show. Okay, well, hey, thanks and total appreciation from the Parents Coach of Parents Network. Uh, we're live on um, a couple different platforms, Spotify and Anchor and various other platforms doing our podcast on a regular basis. So check us out. Check us out on our Facebook page and PCP Network on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right, Mr. Smith. <laughs> Coach Tim here. I uh, just want to say thanks for, you know, having me on the show. Actually, Mr. Scott came to one of my seminars I did last year. It was kind of the same thing. I wanted to tap into, you know, the parents and the athletes and really preach to them, you know, each level of uh, the divisions and everything they can set themselves up for, prepare for, SAT scores, pretty much everything. So uh, shout out to you guys for, you know, doing what you do and, any recruits out there listening or watching, you guys can follow me on Twitter, uh, Coach underscore Tim Smith. Thank you. All right, Mr. Jones, Coach Jones. <laughs> uh, just appreciate you guys for having me on. Um, you know, once again, you know, just reiterate, everyone stay safe. Uh, we will get through this. I know it's a tough time for everybody, um, you know, and I know everybody, this is, this is a sports because everybody wants sports back, and so do we. But we have to take our time and make sure this thing is done right. But, um, you know, everyone stay positive, stay encouraged. And, um, you know, hopefully you guys will come uh, check out a game, if, you know, whenever those games happen. That for sure. All right, Coach Malone. 
Well, I'm, I'm extremely excited and proud to be a part of the show. Uh, but I like to say to everybody, you know, this is, this pandemic is is something that uh, we can we can uh, count a lot of negative things. But I think there's something that that's very positive that has come from it. It's given us an opportunity as a society to to make sure we understand this is a time for growth. I, I said something earlier uh, is that uh, if you look at the words opportunity is now here. If you look at it differently, it could say opportunity is nowhere, right? So uh, this is an opportunity, man, for us all, ladies, gentlemen, sports figures, uh, and, and people who are not in sports, for us to rebuild ourselves. It's an opportunity. It's a time for us to push the reset button and start over in many ways. Thanks for again. Thanks again for having me. That was powerful. Well, Shan, you want to say goodbye again? <laughs> this is your girl shannon i can't we talk sports <laughs> thanks this for joining us um you guys like to say stay safe stay blessed and we will get through this have a great evening and we will talk to you guys later bye all right bye you guys have a good one